Hello, book lovers. You're listening to Both Sides Book Club with Katie and Debbie Allen. Every two weeks we get together and chat about a different book. We can't promise you that we will always agree, but then there are at least two sides to every story. Why don't you read with us and join in the conversation? Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Both Sides Book Club. You're with Katie and Debbie. And once again, we are very excited to speak with you and discuss all things books. Absolutely. So today we're going to be talking about Honey Bee by Craig Sylvie. Katie, can you tell us about it? Yeah. So Honey Bee by Craig Sylvie was our second book for November. Um, And this book is a book of many themes. There's lots of things going on. Um, and also goes into a sort of a genre and some themes that we haven't spoken about before. So I'm pretty excited to delve into this one. Yeah. So um, for any of you who haven't read the book, need a recap, this is what happens. So um, a young boy called Sam, he is brought up in a very messy childhood, Mm. um, very unsupported, and he's very confused and lost. And the book opens up with him finding himself um, in the middle of the night, standing on a bridge about to take his life. So immediately we are gripped into something that's very dark and very full on. Um, He looks over his, um, to his side and he sees an older man, a man called Vic, who is also looking very grim and sad and putting out his last cigarette putting out his very last cigarette so um they actually spark up a conversation with each other and become very very good friends in a very very strange circumstance um so basically the story follows them together their journey goes into both Mm. of the backstories of how they got to the bridge why they got to those sort of um deep and dark feelings. Yeah. Um, we find some beautiful friendships along the way, both for Sam and Vic, and we see some awesome drag shows. <laughs> so um, this book was, despite its incredibly somber beginnings, it actually is a very um, uplifting, sweet and funny, funny quirky, um, full of things that... You know, you don't get all a combination in a book very often. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. But at the crux of the story, I would say it's mostly to do with identity. Absolutely. And having the courage and the support to be who you are. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, we did a weekly check in with you guys last week and um, was talking about um, your support network and how important that is to shaping your identity. So... Like I asked all of you guys how important that was to you to have um, a community that helps encourage your identity and shape it. So what what did you think in regards to the book with community? Oh, gosh, wait, let's just jump straight. <laughs> let's, let's, just, yeah. let's just dive, dive right on in there. Um, I, think, um, I think there's lots to say about, about that. And I think maybe we'll come back to it um, in a little bit more depth as, as we 
we we talk more. Um, but I mean, I think I think certainly at, at the outset of the book, one of the major reasons that both Sam and Vic find themselves in that circumstance is that they feel that they are to- totally alone. alone. Vic has lost um, his wife has um, has fairly recently died, and um, um, as has her dog. And he'd promised his wife he would stay alive to look after the dog. Um, has no other family and really is very much at the end. He sees at the end, at the end of his life. Um, Sam, as you've already said, has a very, very difficult um, upbringing. Um, and again, he really feels as though there is nobody, nobody that understands him, nobody that he that he can talk to. Mm. Um, so the I guess through the introduction, I mean the characters in this book are amazing. Mm-hmm. I love I think the characterization is just is just absolutely exquisite. Um, and we'll talk about those in a moment. But as we are introduced, to the characters, then both Vic and Sam find that they're not alone. Mm. They have each other um, and the whole host of other characters come onto mm. the radar and into, into, their, into their lives mm. that provide that kind of support network that they need in order to be able to carry on. Mm. What, about, what about you? What did you think? I think it's not only that they are able to carry on but also that maybe they're able to understand themselves a little bit better sure. too. I sure. think... Um, um, I spoke about it in the check-in like this year with everything that's been going on in the world. I think a lot of people are having a lot of introspection and looking at who the people are around them that mm. are supporting them and who they support in vice yeah. versa. And I think so much of that has to do with um, with finding out more about yourself, mm. I think, as well. I think yeah. in many ways there's that saying of like you're the sum your personality or who you are is the sum total of like your five closest friends. Yeah. And you know, if you're in a position where you don't have five closest friends or you don't have that community, yeah. I can understand why there would be gaps in your identity or why where you'd be searching for who am I, where am I, like yeah. who should I be like, what should I base my my feelings off, is what I'm feeling right, is it not right because yeah. you don't have those like um, people to bounce off or hmm. to, to observe. And I think in Sam's case his closest people that he has around them yeah. are his mum and well to begin with his with his, his mum yeah with his childhood is his mum and her parade of ex-boyfriends and really bad circumstances of getting yeah. into drugs and theft and um and neglect and neglect mm. you know and he carries a lot of the burden of his mum um loving him but yet resenting him so I think that can create such a a complex vortex in your own mind of am I worth having friends? Am I worth having community? Mm. Should Am I worth going out and finding community yeah. or not? Because my own community is rejecting me. Mm. And I think that's what Sam ends up doing inevitably Yeah, is finding his people. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that um, this um, for I'm sure many of you have read um, Jasper Jones, which was Craig Sylvie's um, last novel um, and there's been a big gap between them but both in Jasper Jones and also his first novel Rhubarb 
the main characters are young, vulnerable people um, who are on that kind of cusp between childhood and and adulthood, mm-hmm. um, and um, outsiders. Um, as we said, trying to find their own path, trying to negotiate and navigate their way from childhood mm. in into adulthood. Mm. Um, how well do you think Craig does that? I think really well. I think I, I, when I read this book, I mean, it's 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 beautifully written, but it is incredibly easy to read. Um, yeah, which is nice, and I feel like it's also very he- heavily dialogue. Like there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great book for, you know, a coming of age, a young adult to read as well. It's, it's definitely it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not like a young adult book. Mm. It's definitely not. But I feel like it is a book that can um, morph into a bit of a young adult book. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't be surprised if this was a book that, you know, um, in a few years' time was a year 10 or a year 11 Absolutely, book just, just as, as Jasper Jones has has, has. has become. Exactly. And, and obviously there's been a stage play um, and a movie from, yeah, from, exactly. from Jasper I actually, Jones. I actually imagined mm. this as some, a piece that you, if it was a um, a stage play, I imagined it as something that you might study for HSC drama or something. Yeah. I felt like it was a very, yeah. it could be very well um, if it was a, you know, a, the school put on the production of Honeybee, I feel like it's, it yeah. deals with a lot of a lot of things. Um, but I think Craig Sylvie does does that really well. I think he he really somehow manages to get into the mindset of what it is to be a young adult and going through that journey of figuring figuring things out, but yet still um, holding on to so much childhood flesh wounds or so much childhood um like things he, he kind of like balances well there's a naivety isn't yeah, there? there's a, there's yeah. a, there is there's a, there is an even though innocent uh, there's a, there is there's a childlike innocence even mm. though um even though in in honeybee sam has had um anything but but an innocent childhood yeah um but there is there is there is almost an an innocence and 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 a naivety but at the same time um he's also incredibly resilient as as the characters in jasper jones Mm. were there is a strength Mm. also i think to to um craig's young characters mm. um and there's a sense like a, and there's like a vulnerability as well yeah, i think totally and i feel like as a reader you want to protect him like you, you kind of wish that you yeah. could have, you could be there yeah which i think is not you don't often get that with the main character you don't often get a feeling of like i need to be there to protect you when you're yes. reading it don't you think yeah absolutely um i think another thing that i found really really interesting um about the book is the way Craig plays with with um, masculine stereotypes? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because on the one hand, and feminine I'm a, stereotypes, and, and feminine, but yeah. I think particularly, I think it's particular for yeah. me. I thought it was yeah, particularly no, strong with, with the male stereotypes. Yeah. In that, um, um, obviously, you know, there is there is Sam, and we'll talk a little bit more about about um, Sam's um, gender 
um, perceptions, transformations, transformations and yeah. so on in, in a moment. But, um, you know, on the one hand, you have kind of like that toxic masculinity of Steve, um, his mum's boyfriend. Oh, I hate and, Steve. <laughs> and he, and, and Steve, is, as mum just yeah. said, is, is um, Sam's um, boy, Sam's mum's boyfriend. Yeah. And he's just, oh, you just want to literally punch him. He's just so. Yeah. So, you, so, so, you know, and, and, and his cronies, the whole gang yeah. that, that he runs with, are so, so dreadful yeah. so and so stereo um, and is like such stereo- a stereotypical but, but but on the but on the other hand on the plus side you've got you have Vic who's the you know the older guy who you kind of think you know he's an old crusty ex-vet um mm. living on his own um smoker you know he really could have been a real Aussie yeah. bloke, yeah. but he's not. He's incredibly sensitive, mm. and he accepts Sam um, for for who Sam is, mm. um, and you know is very kind and absolutely adored mm. Edie, his wife. Um, and you find all of those layers in mm. in, in Vic, yeah. Um, and then you, and then the other character, I think, that also. Um, demonstrates this for me is Peter mm. uh, the nurse who is also a drag queen so you know you have um, fella Fitzgerald which is her stage name um, but the flip side of that is is Peter as a nurse mm. so you see kind of like the professional side of Peter the caring mm. professional side and then you also have this completely flamboyant yeah side. I mean what did you think? Yeah, I think it's clever that Craig, I mean, sometimes when you read stuff and it is very stereotypical, you, uh, well, I get very cautious about, okay, yeah. is literally every character in this book, are they going to be super stereotypically a cliche, like, cliche right? Mm. And I feel like he sets us up in some ways to like see some stereotypes and see yeah. some cliches because then you get caught off guard with things that like Vic and... Um, uh, Peter do yeah. it's kind of like it teaches you a lesson that not everybody is despite what you think not everybody is like don't be so biased don't be so judgmental yeah. because not everybody is the way that you think you, they are and people exactly. will surprise you you just need yes. to look past yeah the surface the surface hmm. um yeah I I loved I loved the characters I feel like Craig really really had some fun I think writing these characters when I when I read yeah. the there's this um spoiler alert everybody there's a scene in the book where he um Sam gets to go to his first drag show and that is just it was so fun to read I just loved the way the whole scene was set up and I felt like um, I've spent some time living in Sydney and I and I often see drag and lots of stuff happening because I used to live on near um, Oxford Street yeah. and I feel like he depicted exactly what it feels like when you walk past a drag show and whatever and well, it's I so think, exciting. Well, well I, I, I understand that, um, that Craig, um, in fact, did lo- enjoy drag before yeah. before he was writing this but doing the research for the book um and forgive me if I, I get the name wrong but I think it's called Queen's Court in um in Perth which is okay. a venue um yeah. the Queen's Court Hotel perhaps um that yeah. um is a drag venue so he 
Um, so Craig went along and, um, you know, was embraced oh, by, cool. by the, yeah. the, the drag artists there that's and really, really cool. got a firsthand uh, experience mm. of, um, of them and, and the performance. Yeah. And I think it's just joyous. I think you know? so. I mean, I, I just so. la- I laughed. At, I laughed at that. It was just so Me uplifting too. and so and terrific. And I felt like he wrote an environment that was also very supporting. And I yeah. feel like that community has been for so many years so discriminated and so suppressed yeah. that I, I personally felt, and my only experience in this world is literally from what I've witnessed and seen and also from what I've read in this book. So I am by no means an expert or have lots of experience in this world. So please forgive me if I am politically incorrect in many ways or desensitive, uh, insensitive. But I felt like reading these scenes made me just like exactly it felt joy and felt like finally this this space is getting yeah. light and it's getting light shined on it and it, and it is su- it it is such an incredible community that is so yeah. supportive and so filled with love and the way that fella just takes Sam under his be- belt and just yeah. like or her belt and um just you know it it just it really it was amazing and it, you just felt like that's exactly what Sam needs. Like, yes. you know, like finally he's finally getting this, like getting what he deserves, you yeah. know. Yes. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about Sam's yeah. gender fluidity and gender yeah. Um, yeah. gender identity realisations. Yeah. I mean, I think um, um, – And I think an important thing to actually say when we are talking about that is that Craig in the book never refers to trans. Right. Um, So Sam does have gender fluidity. Um, He he, um, does identify as a girl Um, and obviously is very conflicted about about that because really doesn't understand what what is happening. But um, I was reading um, an interview that Craig um, did and he was talking about why he doesn't refer to the word trans. Um, And his answer was that he really didn't want um, to, to, to put a name on what Sam is Sam is going through because he didn't want it to be stereotypical. He mm. didn't want any young trans person um, reading the book to feel as though it was being prescriptive um, mm. and only ex- only describing one particular mm. um, instance mm. that, that he really just wanted to explore this character but without pinning a label on it Mm, um mm. which you know i think is is incredibly Mm. incredibly sensitive way of looking at it Mm. and i think Um, in many ways as a young adult labels although they can be great for some things they're also as you say incredibly um controlling and um they can really put you into a corner where you might not feel comfortable in or a space that might actually not resonate yes. with who you are or what you're going yeah. through. Yeah. And I feel like in a way, like Sam's journey is just, he's just, it's so much to do with identity rather than um, to do with 
gender. Gender. It's yeah. it's it's more. It, the crux of it is is finding out who Sam is, you know, and who Sam yes. is for for him or or her, like who who he wants to be. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Craig does that really well without making it stereotypical. It makes it more about yeah. the feeling of like, I like dressing in mum's clothes. I like this. I like that. But I don't feel right. Yeah. Um, I don't feel I belong. Yeah. Um, in in this body in in this mind yeah um but i don't know who or where i i fit yeah Yeah. i mean i think um another i think thing that's actually really important to for us to sort of just come out there and say um is that um there has been a certain amount of criticism leveled at craig yeah um for writing this book Mm -hmm. um in that he has no direct experience of Mm -hmm. um being gender fluid Mm -hmm. um, and non-binary so um i guess it comes down to that uh, that argument and when we talked about american dirt obviously Mm. at the bit at the beginning of this year of one of our first books can uh, can an author or a creative uh, Exactly, right from a perspective that's not their own. Yeah. Um, and um, what? Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys yeah. think? I think it's another tricky one, um, and I think it does stem back to similar problems within the publishing industry that I think is the same with within what we were talking about with American Dirt. Yeah. I don't think it is as simple as. It's crazy about minorities. Yeah, mm. basically with minorities. Mm. I think this year actually has been an incredible 2020. So if you're listening to this in the future, 2020 yeah. is one to remember because really lots of boundaries got pushed in directions that it yeah. needs to get pushed in. Yeah. Um, everything with Black Lives Matter, we had glo- global warming, climate, like climate change, the crises, mm. the health pandemic, um, you know, all these um, communities with trans and um, like allowing them, mm. them to, like people to have space, safe spaces and all mm. of this. I think, again, it's something that I think we'll see a lot of change within. And I definitely think even within the movie world as yeah. well now, we're seeing a lot more um, non-binary directors yes. and um people coming coming out and feeling proud about that mm. and being encouraged and supported in, yeah. the, in the community. But I think, again, it's it's sensitive because it has been so suppressed for so many years and not um, not celebrated that I think maybe w- what we're seeing again is this, this, like, lapse of a system that needs to change and an environment that needs to support. Mm. But, but from did, Craig's yeah. point of view, I feel like... I still am sitting on the on the boat of like, if you're well researched, you're coming from a very good intention. Absolutely, and he you did can, do an like, enormous amount of research. Yeah, you yeah. know, it is, he is a fictitious author. He is he's writing. Right, he is writing he's, writing fiction. Yeah, he's writing fiction. Yeah, so he's not fictitious. No, he's real. no, no, he's a real, <laughs> he's a real author, but he's yeah. writing yeah. fiction. So uh, in the very nature of fiction. It is imaginary. It's, it it's, is imaginary. It's imagining somebody else's yes, perspective, somebody yes. else's story. And from that, 
we see the majesty because we're able to read it without bias, without looking at it going, this is the facts of this is how it all should work and going, oh, maybe I can relate to that or maybe I can understand that world better. And you only get that through fiction. Yeah. You know? I I agree and I think you're right. I think it all goes to... I think it goes to to research um, uh, and getting your facts right and it goes to intention. Mm. And I know that Craig did an enormous amount of research, um, talked to lots of people within um, the trans community, to psychologists, to doctors, um, really to, you know, to find out as much as he could about the subject before even attempting mm. to, to write it. And his intention is to, um, is, is to, hi- is to highlight it. Yeah. You know, in a, in a sympathetic, in a sympathetic way. Yeah. In a and without stereotypes. And, and going back stereotypes. to what you were saying yeah. before, Honeybee, Sam. Yeah. Is is not is not labeling as, as trans or putting any sort of label on it. Yeah. Other, him, other than just the journey that Sam's going through. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's that's what we should take from it. That's, yeah, that's I, I a agree. beautiful thing. I agree. And I think that's why fiction yeah. is so powerful because we can create our own ending. We can fill in the gaps of where we want to with our, based on our knowledge and our experience. I mean, the way that I've read this book could very well be different from my experiences in that community could be different from yours Mm. or from Mm. any of you that have listened to it. Yeah. Um, I I mean, for me, you know, in uh, just as the way a lot of great fiction works for me is, um, you know, it's, it's a, a resource. It's a it's a tool. It actually mm. teaches me a lot that I didn't mm. already know. So certainly, you know, I mean, and the, and the facts around the trans um, young trans people, non-binary people, are horrendous. The statistics, mm. you know, or that almost fifty percent of um, young non-binary teenagers either commit suicide, commit suicide, or try to commit suicide. Mm. So. If, if a piece of fiction can actually help youngsters going through that doubt um, or, you know, that, that feeling of, of um, being lost or looking for um, recognition and, and somebody who's similar and understanding or if it educates people like me, um, mm. Or then, anyone with or any, or, any, any prejudice or, or, in any direction. Not that well, you've got prejudice, no, 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 but no, anyone but, that uh, does. You know, because it's not something that I know a huge, a, a huge amount about. Mm, mm. Then, then it has to be a, a really, really good thing, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. I think so. I also just want to interrupt and say that if this conversation or this book is bringing up any. Um, anything within your world um if you're feeling unsafe or unheard or yeah. you need to speak to somebody we've put down below in the comments below on our description some hotlines that you can call yeah. and to speak to some people to connect with and we really do encourage you if this is hitting home in any ways that we give them a call and get some support absolutely um yeah so yeah what about vic I thought Vic was terrific. He's so cute. I oh, he was such he was such he's a so sweetie. Cute. And he's such an Australian bloke. Like Yeah, but but as we said earlier, he, he is and he's and yeah. he's not. He yeah. has so much he has so much. I keep so much imagining his in. house. Like I keep like visualizing his house and like his little dingy wardrobe and just like yeah. little things. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and his relationship with um, with his wife Edie was just absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. Mm. What did you think about Edie's diaries? Um, yeah, they were so sweet. <laughs> they were, and I think they was they were such a great way for us to see inside mm. Edie and Vic's mm. relationship, mm. weren't they? Uh, they loved going dancing, and she was always so you know had the had the best clothes. Yeah, mm. and I feel like it it. Um, particularly, again, to go back to some stereotypes, but I feel like um, particularly Australian men in that generation can be... <laughs> and I'm sure you all know a few. ...can be quite... Um, they don't really talk about their feelings very much and they're yeah. quite reserved and they can be very like... Nup, 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 like yeah. nup. So I think it's... And I feel like I've seen so many like grandmas and like Australian mm. grandmas as well, the, the ones that are like, oh, come for a cup of tea and like yeah. tell you all the stories and, oh, we went dancing and we did this and that. Yeah. And you're looking at the guy going, this guy went dancing. I know. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yes, he was yes. such an incredible dancer. Are you totally. sure? Like yeah. this guy? So I feel mm. like that they, it, the juxtaposition gave you a really yeah. good insight to Vic yeah. and sort of started to lead you on that there was more to Vic then then met the eye that, mm. that he had yeah. a, a gushy, gushy yeah. side to him. And I mean, um, I think this episode we're just gonna do spoilers because I think <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry guys if you're listening to this, but I'm jumping all over the place because yeah. I'm excited. But um this with um what he does in the end for um for Sam. For Sam. Yeah. I think yeah. there's been a few I just loved how generous people are in this book against all odds that so many people had yeah. Sam's back even though he had no idea. I think yeah. it's so... It's just that kindness. Just yeah. That, yeah. I mean, and the other, um, again, sort of we're skipping a little bit, so forgive us um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're not... Not, not very linear today. Not very linear in our discussion today. Um is Aggie and her family. And again, oh, yeah. I, I guess kind of like talking about stereotypes because they're not a stereotypical family, no. are they? Mm-hmm. Um, um, but they are so Australian. Mm. Mm. And, and she's just so, so... Um, I love how she like supports him in the end. And she's like, I know, I know. About time, pretty much. Like, yeah, like yeah. you would be the, totally the best girlfriend and, like, I just loved that. Yeah, and her, and her parents too. Yeah. yeah. Wo- just her mother wolfing down the brownies. Yeah. <laughs> that reminded me of you, actually. Oh, my gosh, why? Because kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> I ate all like, the brownies. Because you like brownies. <laughs> Mum made brownies for me yesterday and I might have eaten a lot of them. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, I just think... This book was so, so wonderful and I really feel like it will be a book that for many years to come will be a really good place for um, teaching and learning and um, yeah. a space in which many topics can get discussed and talked about. Like I mm. definitely could see somebody writing an essay on identity based on this book. Yeah, you very know? much so. Um, and... I think the beautiful thing is that, um, you know, we've all had different circumstances in yeah. our lives, but sometimes you can choose your family and, and I think that's, that's really nice and how did How did you feel about Sam's mum? 
You know, I mean, she、oh、says、gosh. some pretty, pretty harsh things to him.、Um, She's a head case. Oh, I just don't know. Like, I just got frustrated with her. Like, I can、yeah. understand how you can be empathetic and turn, like, turn a blind eye and look at it optimistically and go, like, okay, okay. Like, you grew up in a super. Gnarly household、mm. that was very like, and you're rebelling very obviously against what your parents、mm. were like. But oh, I just I felt sorry for her. I just didn't have time to feel sorry for her because I was just like, get it together, girl. No, but、uh, like she nearly no, gets it together, but she doesn't. She's just like, no, she does. She doesn't. And, but I just felt that I know. I know I know, and I've talked to other people about this, and they've gone, oh, you know, Sam's mom is dreadful and awful.、Um, but well, not I, everyone's but,、um, dreadful and awful.、Like, no, but I,、um, but I think,、on. yeah, but I, I kind of think that she was a victim of her own circumstance. And yeah, she's weak. You know, she never actually does manage to,、yeah. get, to, to get it together. But,、um, but she didn't have support either, you know, and I think that that's, that's actually. Why I feel so sorry for her is that you know is that her parents rejected her, and、um, you know she was in this circumstance where she started off by doing the best that she possibly could, and yet it wasn't that great.、Um, yeah, but look at Sam. So Sam had a really bad upbringing. He had no support, but he chose. Like I'm sure his mum had many. Opportunities to mix with the right but maybe, people, but maybe Sam was more resilient than than his mum. Maybe his mum. So、um, is resilience needs... something that you're like you're born with? Or Sometimes. Is, do you think you、so? can learn? No, you can you can、yeah. learn you can learn resilience. But I think, but I also think that、um, that certain people. Have, are born with with, with more, more with more resilience than 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 with others. What do you guys、um, think? What do you guys think? <laughs> are people、really、born、interesting. with resilience, or do is you it, develop it? Is it, it? it learned? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,、um, I mean, I don't. You know, she was she wasn't a good mum,、uh, but but. I but think, she did but she well tried, but she, but she, but she tried, she tried to be. Yeah, she tried she to be, tried and to be good. you know, and 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 Sam still loved his mum. You know, I mean, he obviously he. I know. By the end of the book,、It's、he realizes just... her many flaws and and her many weaknesses. Yeah. But he still, you know, but he still loves her. I know.、Um, I just. She just really annoyed me because I just、okay. love Sam so much. I yeah. Was like. How、could you like?、Rah. And I just really wanted more scenes of like Sam and his mum against the world. Like I wanted、yeah. to. I think I needed to see a few more scenes of good, not just like the costume making honeybee. I know、yeah. that was like a really important scene, very important、mm. scene.、Mm. But I think I needed to see a few more little things. Like、yeah. I don't know. I think I needed to see.、Um, you know, it when. There was a big fight, or something happened that she would hide in his bedroom and give him a cuddle, or,、mm. or um, make him a brownie. <laughs> Do you know?、Yeah. Like, I think I、yeah. needed to see a few more of those.、Mm. I think I need to see a few more glimpses into her trying. Yeah. Or like being aware that maybe the situation's really bad, but、mm. I still. Yeah, I, yeah. Or like、I'm、she、not. gifts him like 
his first pair of earrings or just like just something like or even mm. like when he says I couldn't dress up anymore I had to do it in secret that the mum maybe just I don't know gave him like one of her necklaces and say you keep this like yeah. just I feel like I needed to see a few more yeah. bits of her where yeah. she had that good intention no I, no I, yeah I under yeah I, I can see what you say and 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 I do and I do agree but I do really feel that she was someone who was battered by the world. Yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, and, you know, and, 100%, and, and for me, then. then 100%. Then, yeah. Maybe I, I'm I did just feel... more of a hard ass. Like, <laughs> Don't they... you go messing with Sam. <laughs> Maybe. I think so. Um, I just wish I saw a little bit more of her just lying uh, on him. I don't know. The other thing that I I really really wanted to talk to you about yeah. was um, was Julia Child. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so good! I love that Sam loves cooking. Like yeah. that was just such an awesome character like element. I loved that. I thought it was inspired. Yeah, I yeah. really loved yeah. that. I mean, like I love that in the spite of all adversity. That there can be beauty in that, and I and I feel like yeah. I feel like Sam is literally like, despite I beg my pardon, despite all adversity, there's uh, still beauty and magic, and I just love that he was so passionate about it, and that it served him through therapy, yeah. and like yeah. I don't know. You like the Julia Child? I loved the Julia Child. I, I thought that it was that was just so so fantastic. And I kept while I was reading it, I actually kept seeing um, Meryl Streep, yes, um, dressed from Julia, Julia from, hey, from, from you know from the movie I'm Julia Julia Julia, Julia and Julia, which is a great movie. And beef and y'all in a weird kind of in a weird kind of way, um, and I hope none of Julia Child's family are watching <laughs> are watching this. But the fact that she was so tall and her husband was was yes. very very short. Meryl Streep actually in the movie had to stand on a box, right? I when didn't filming. know that. Yeah, filming You're in the right. kitchen so that they could. I think she was very tall, super super tall. Yeah. but she had With this really. But the but she had this really manly voice. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, in a weird kind of twisted way, oh my god, I, I was thinking that that that's so that, cool that it was almost kind of like a re a reverse personification. Mm. That maybe that's why she appealed to Sam because I think there were both masculine and kind of like feminine oh, aspects to Julia Child. See it that maybe way. I like or, or that. certainly to the certainly to the to the way Meryl Streep played her. Oh my gosh, um, I love that. that um, yeah, that I kind of thought I love that maybe. That. Mm. That's really cool. I love that. Mm. And also just she's such an icon as well. Such a, to so, such such an a total, icon. total icon. But I think if yeah. there was going to be a cook, I think what you've just said actually, I'd never thought about that, but I feel yeah. like what you just said would is that kind of makes sense. I think so. Mm. I think so. Oh, mm. so all in all, what did you rate it? Did you love it? I loved it. Yeah. It's good. I absolutely, it's good. I absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was such a. Reading I think it. it was, so, and that's and that's it. That's that is the adjective. It was um, joyful. I, it, I thought it was it was yeah completely joyful, joyous, mm. um, and um, and filled with with so much love and hope and hope. Yeah, yeah. and just yeah. and I and I feel like he just really he just created a world where 
I want to be a part of that world and I want to learn more about that world mm. and I want to support that world. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, yeah. it's such a beautiful space yeah. that he created. Yeah. So thank you, Craig. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> yeah, bloody legend. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. All right, everybody. Okay. That time of the episode where we are introducing our next book. Now, this is our first book for December. It is. And our only book for December that we will be discussing in a topic. So as you may see very well you would have seen it we um, are doing one book for December and then we are giving you a selection of summer reads so this will be so our last so we're going last to do a Christmas a episode Christmas episode so make sure you watch it <laughs> um, okay so very important first book of December let's go okay so this book is called The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett now, um, Britt is an American author, and it's the story of two twin sisters, two black twin sisters who are born in the 1950s in a small town um, in the States. And when they are 16, they run away from home uh, to, um, I've completely forgot, to New Orleans. They run away to New Orleans. Um, and then what happens is really, really interesting because this is a time in the States of, of segregation. You imagine the, the Deep South in America during the 1950s. Mm. So um, there is complete segregation. Um, one of the twins um, ends up marrying and having a daughter and going back to where she came from. The other twin disappears and we find out subsequently that she manages to pass herself off as a white person. So not only do we have the separation of, of and the splitting up of the family, we also have two parallel lives, one living in a white world and one twin living in a black world. So it's a really, really interesting book. Mm, out with a bang, hey? Out with a bang, absolutely. Big topics of 2020. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. As usual, we love you all and we love that you read along with us. So keep up that reading. Summer's just around the corner and we'll speak to you soon. Happy reading. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can also find us on Instagram at bothsides.bookclub. We'll see you soon.